welcome back to the business of perfectionism. This is episode three. We are a little behind schedule with this week's episode, but it's happening. Talk about imperfect action, but also just really focusing on picking up and keeping going regardless of missing deadlines. In case we haven't met yet, my name is Christy. I am your host. I'm a business owner and I am a recovering perfectionist. Again, a huge thank you to everyone that has supported the podcast. I'm honestly having so much fun recording these episodes and I always knew deep down I'd probably enjoy this process, but I think I kind of really underestimated just how much I would enjoy doing this. So today I wanted to jump in with you and have a conversation about confidence. Now, confidence or lack of confidence is one of those things that's a topic that I find myself speaking about with people all the time, with clients, with peers, biz buddies, even just in my own personal friendship group, confidence or lack of confidence is something that floats around quite a lot. So lack of confidence in certain areas of your life or business are super common. I personally don't know anyone that hasn't struggled with lack of confidence in some point or another. And so I wanted to chat with you today on what you can do to gain confidence. You truly desire to take the action that you know that you want to take or that you need to take. So the way I kind of look at it is self-confidence is kind of like a level of self-belief or a lack of self-belief. So it's sort of how good you think you are in doing something, but it's not an actual measure of your skill. Um, it really comes down to your own personal beliefs and opinions. So when we believe that we can do something well, when we have proven that we're proficient at it or that it's something that came to us quite easily, we tend to feel more confident in doing those things. So the more confident we feel, the more likely we are to keep on doing them, the more willing we are to keep on doing them, the more confident and the more confident we continue to become. So this is something that we actually call the confidence competence loop. So the more confident we feel, the more likely we are to take the action. Then of course, the more action we take, the better at it we become, the more confidence that we then begin to gain. And so it just keeps going around and around confidence and competence. The action builds the confidence. The more confidence you have, the more likely you are to do it. And then of course, the more your confidence grows in certain areas, that tends to filter through into other different parts of your business as well. Um, it helps you become a little bit more of a risk taker and it can also really help you put yourself out there a little bit more. So feeling confident is really, it's kind of like a, a sense or an understanding that you trust your own judgment and abilities um, and that you value yourself, you feel worthy regardless of any imperfections or what you believe that others might think of you. So to the perfectionists out there, most likely anyone listening to this um, this podcast, uh, lack of confidence and perfectionism really do go hand in hand. Um, as perfectionists, we tend to overthink and doubt ourselves. The more we fill our minds with self-doubt, the more our confidence takes a hit. Um, you know, we think that if we just learn more, read more, listen more, wait for the right time, do A, B and C before we do X, Y and Z, that confidence will just arrive one morning. Like if we tick off everything on the list to um, and accomplish all of the things we've put on this imaginary list of ours, that we'll be able to step out and show up and we'll have the confidence that we long for. Um, but unfortunately, I think we're all pretty familiar with the fact that confidence doesn't just come to those who wait for it to arrive. Um, there's a lot of action and a lot of things that we can do beforehand that sort of need to happen before we truly begin to feel confident in who we are and our abilities. So perfectionists also tend to be highly critical of themselves. Um, there's also a very strong possibility that 
you are good at something. However, you've just told yourself that you are not or you believe that you're not. Um, or maybe you're actually not that good at something, which, you know, it obviously happens when we're learning something when we knew. Um, but we're just not allowing ourselves to be a beginner. Um, so maybe we do kind of suck a little bit, but we just don't want to be seen as, you know, being unable to master this thing at that high expectation that we've set for ourselves. Um, we think that it looks bad on us and we don't want people to see us struggling in that way. Another thing to remember in most instances, our brain is just trying to keep us safe. So if we're doing something big and scary, putting ourselves out there, taking a risk, doing something that we've never done before, perhaps you may begin to look for reasons not to do it. Um, You'll begin to doubt yourself and naturally the confidence or courage that you actually need to do the thing. It just won't be there. So before we get to confidence, quite often there's just a level of courage that needs to happen first we need to be courageous we need to take that inspired action and just jump and just do the thing that we're just not feeling confident about and then once we actually do it we'll actually begin to build the confidence that we need so I think it was actually Brene Brown that said this um perfectionists aren't perfect people they're people that feel shameful because they are not perfect so you can imagine what those kind of thoughts will do to your confidence or maybe you found yourself comparing yourself to someone who's been doing what you've been doing for far longer than you so you're comparing your position one to their position 17 or you're whipping up something on Canva with little to no design experience, yet you expect it to turn out like something produced by someone with a couple of years design experience. Or maybe you're on to take 59 of a one minute video because you're convinced that you're just not good at video um, after failing to live up to your high expectations. And now your confidence has taken a hit there too. And now nothing is good enough. And this one is actually a personal experience of mine that happened probably 18 to 24 months ago so one and a half to two years ago it quite literally took me four hours to film a one minute video um I know like I would get to the end of the 60 seconds and I would have tripped over my words I hated it I'd start again I'd trip over mid-sentence hated it started again I was putting so much pressure on myself to have this thing perfect that by the end I was so deflated And I could literally do nothing else afterwards except wallow and convince myself that I would never make it, that I would never be able to do business. And I was, you know, sitting there thinking, why is everyone else so good at video, yet I'm so bad? The truth is, looking back at this video, it really wasn't that bad. I feel like when I watch it, I can tell that I wasn't comfortable. However, it was completely fine if there was someone else that had put this video out. If this came from someone else, I honestly don't think I would have batted an eyelid. But because it was me and I had this ridiculously high expectation on myself, nothing was ever going to be good enough. So I think we've all been there and being brutally honest lacking confidence just really feels like crap. (laughs) And so here's the first thing I want to say about confidence. Confidence is a state. So it's like happiness or it's like anger. And the most amazing thing about a state is that we can get ourselves into any state we want at almost any moment of time, if we want or choose to. And the better we become at doing the inner work, the easier so many of these things become. I know that that may not resonate with some people, but I want to stress this and I truly do believe this. At any moment of any day, we have the ability to choose our own thoughts. We determine how we feel and no one else should be given the power to determine our mood. It is completely up 
to us. This is something that I will dive into um, on a later episode. However, in neurolinguistic programming, um, you know, we really work on the model that our thoughts determine our emotions, our emotions determine our state, our state determine our actions, and therefore our actions will determine our results. So if we're sitting there and really thinking horrible thoughts about ourselves, I'm not good at this, I can't do this, I suck at this, you know, I wish I had, I wish I wasn't, I wish I was, whatever those things are, you know, they really put you in quite a crappy state. And then if you're in a crappy state, you're not likely to take that bold inspired action that you then need to, therefore the results won't come. The results don't come and then we allow ourselves to go back into that circle there and because we're not getting the results that we want, you know, we go back into that horrible thought process and that, you know, those horrible negative um, states. And obviously those negative states are there when they need to be. We should all be experiencing all of those emotions. However, you know, there's a lot of times here, especially when, you know, things I'm talking about with business, when we really need to look at those thoughts and how they're actually serving us and our business. So therefore, if you are not feeling confident and you're not taking the steps you need to to change that, it's going to become very difficult for you to take the action that you need to take to grow your business, to become a leader, to be seen as an expert, to grow your brand, to show up on video, to become that bold, successful person that you dream of becoming. Think about it. How do you feel when you're not feeling confident? Like I said before, it really just kind of feels like crap. You might feel anxious. You might feel a bit depressed or sad. You feel flat. You feel unworthy. You don't want to be speak. You don't want to speak up. You don't want to be seen. And you absolutely just don't believe in yourself or your ability to do what you need to do. Confidence is just not something that any of us are born with. Um, It's something that we all must create. I'm pretty willing to bet that if I asked you to right now, you could identify something, um, a time in your life where perhaps you didn't feel confident. However, you do feel confident right now. So for me, I'm going to give you one example here. There's, this is a real life one for me, and it's actually nothing to do with business. It's being a parent. So I remember, um, you know, before I had my son, after I had my son, we were driving home from the hospital and I was just overcome with this feeling. It was really kind of a, it was almost like a strong fear or panic. And all of a sudden I was looking at this tiny human and it occurred to me that I was 100% responsible for him. I had no idea what to do. I, you know, I'd never done this before. And honestly, I was quite scared. And I remember speaking to my husband and I was almost in disbelief that they let me leave the hospital with this child. Like I didn't know what I was doing. You know, I was still learning to feed this child. You know, what if it didn't work? What if he was starving? What if something, you know, I didn't recognize the signs of something being wrong. And so it was really, really scary. But obviously, you know, the more, I mean, my eldest is now four. um, And of course, you know, I'm not going to claim to have it all together. Um, However, you know, come child number two, you know, no worries. I I sort of had it. I knew that I could do it, that I could sort of keep this child alive. And I just felt a lot more confident because I'd already done it once before. And I guess the thing with this example um, is that I really had no other option. I just had to do it. Um, and because I had to do it, I got to learn and I got the experience. And the longer I did it for, the more confident I became. So you know, in business, there are things that we really should do that we can choose not to basically, but if we choose not to do them, then nothing changes. You know, if nothing changes, nothing changes. So it all comes down to you and your willingness 
to be courageous and your willingness to look at things differently and to take on the task of growing to become the confident business leader that you actually want to be. And that's one of the key takeaways here. You won't build confidence by reading about it or by listening to it. You have to do the thing. You have to take the action and to take the steps to build confidence within yourself. No one else can do it for you. There's no permission slip. It all comes down to you and you are capable. You can do anything that you put your mind to if you want it badly enough. You will just have to find a way and get it done. And so with that, let's just jump into the good stuff. Like how do you actually gain confidence and what are some of the steps that you can take, some of the things that you can do to change that state and to make yourself feel confident so that you can show up for yourself every single day day. The first thing I'd love you to do is really just take a moment now and think of an area of your life that you actually don't feel confident in. This could be anything from speaking in front of a crowd of people to sharing your opinion with someone, filming a video, speaking to camera, booking a photo shoot, anything. And now I'd love for you just to take a second to think about how things would be different for you if you did feel confident. How would things be better? What would change? How do you feel quite specifically? What is the feeling that's shooting through your body that you can feel from the top to the bottom? Is it excitement, happiness, joy, elation, accomplishment? What are you doing? How is it different to what you're doing now? Are you just hitting record and going for it? Maybe you're even just going live. Are you making more content than you even have time to publish? Are you reaching out to that dream collaboration partner? Are you booking in a job with your ideal client, speaking in front of a crowd or your class? What exactly are you doing? What would you be doing if you were confident? What do you see? Who do you see? Is there anyone else with you? Are you looking down at your computer um, to an audience of 100 people? You're sitting there on a Zoom call, for example, speaking at an incredible conference, looking at your work published in one of your favorite magazines, what specifically do you see? And now think about what do you hear? Is there, is it the sound of your own voice? Are people cheering for you? Do you hear email notifications going crazy with people lining up to work for you? Do you hear the sound of the ocean while you're working from your computer on the comfort of a beach chair somewhere exotic? How will you know when you are confident? It's just so super important to get crystal clear on what you want and to really understand what things would or might look like for you if you were confident. And so let's jump into some things that you can begin to do immediately that will actually help you to grow your confidence. The first one that I actually want to bring to your attention is to build yourself a confidence runway. So this one's actually pretty easy and it's kind of fun to do as well. Um, And one of the great things about it is you don't just have to jump straight in and do the big and scary things. It's about a series of small steps that lead you to that big goal. So you're building that runway and you're building up to that big goal. So let's just say your goal is to speak in front of 100 people at an event. Um, You know, what are the logical steps that you can take to get to this point that will lead you to feeling more confident? So let's start at the top and work our way backwards. If speaking in front of 100 people at an event is the goal, let's say the next step down is speaking to 30 people at a live event. One step down from that, delivering a webinar or a live workshop to 50 people via Zoom. 
perhaps that could be different for you. This is just an example. The next step down could be something as simple as going live on Instagram or Facebook uh, for 10 days straight to a group of people. Maybe it's in your Facebook group. Maybe you are, you know, going live in someone else's Facebook group. And then the next step one down could be speaking to camera for 10 days straight all the way down to where you are right now, working out what it is the first step that you can take, no matter how small it might seem right now, that's going to move you from where you are today to where you ultimately want to be. The next one is to visualize yourself daily doing the things you don't yet feel confident in doing. So science has actually proven time and time again that our brains do not know the difference between what is real and what we imagine or what we believe and tell it. So your subconscious mind you know, really has no idea between what's actually really going on and what you tell it is really going on. So we have the power to reprogram our subconscious mind and to make it believe that we can do basically anything that we want to, meaning we can use mental rehearsal to convince our brains that we've already done something so it begins to believe we are proficient and we're confident in it. So going back to that first um, exercise that we went through, imagine how you would feel If you were confident, you know, what are you doing? What do you see? You know, what do you hear and feel? Make it as realistic and as detailed as you possibly can. Take yourself into that moment. Imagine the sounds, the smells, the feeling and practice that over and over again until you sort of begin to really believe that you can actually do this. Um, And I think that's actually, it's a lot of fun. It makes you actually feel really good coming out of a really great visualization like that. And I really feel like it can help you take the action that you need. And it really makes you believe that you are capable of anything. Next is actually journal. And this is actually not a dear diary type exercise. And I will 100% admit that this time last year, I was not a journaler at all. I didn't get it. I had absolutely no idea what it was. And I definitely thought that it was a dear diary exercise. And now I freaking love it. So there are all sorts of different journaling practices and prompts that you can get depending on how I'm feeling. Sometimes I will use journal prompts. Um, If you can't find any, there are so many amazing resources online as well. Um, My coach sometimes sends them to us in our group in my mastermind. And I also will prepare some for my clients depending on what they need from me. Um, One of the actual things that I love the most is basically it's almost just free flowing. So I'm writing down my goals, my intentions, you know, that big picture dream. Sometimes I'll future pace. So I'll write like, you know, it is now the 31st of December, 2021. I have achieved X, Y, Z. And it really helps me dig into what it actually is that I truly want. And then from there, it helps me break down my daily actionable steps. So this really helps me get into that mindset of actually, you know, Focusing more on what I want, not on what I don't want, which I really feel like helps me develop the confidence that I need. You know, I'm focused so much on that big picture, what I want, where I'm going, that I sort of begin to forget about the, the past and, you know, those things that are holding me back. I really begin to want to let them go and it really does help me take action. Next on the list, I've got become the type of person that follows through. So I know we're probably all guilty of saying that we'll do something and then not following through. But the more you promise yourself that you'll do something and the more times you don't, the more you begin to actually let yourself down, the more you begin to believe that you're not the type of person that follows through and that keeps their word and that does what they say that they will. So continually 
failing to follow through on the promises we make to ourselves only builds that lack of confidence. The more we don't do the things that we need to do, the more excuses we make, the more it begins to impact our self-belief, if not on a conscious level, but most certainly on an unconscious level. We start to tell ourselves something you know we're telling our unconscious mind that we're not the sort of person that follows through and then when we make these promises to ourselves because we're so used to not following through not following through just becomes really really easy so failing to follow through once or twice here or there is fine you know we're human things pop up things go wrong things slip you know priorities change but what's more important is that we just pick up and we keep going again I've said this before you know we just pick up become the type of person that just picks up and keeps going we don't wait for Monday we don't wait for motivation to strike you just need to pick up and follow through as soon as you promise yourself you will Next up, I've got Do Not Concern Yourself With Others Might Think Of You. So I'm actually currently reading Jay Shetty's new book, Think Like a Monk, and the opening paragraph to the first chapter couldn't be more true. It's actually by sociologist Charles Horton Cooley, and it was written in 1902, and it actually reads, I am not what I think I am. I am not what you think I am. I am what I think you think I am. So it's a bit of a tongue twister and a bit to get your head around, but it's just so, you know, it's so true. Our identity is wrapped up so often in what we think other people think of us. Um, We spend fast, you know, far too much time worrying about what we think others think of us, past and present colleagues, friends, family, partners, random strangers online that we've never actually met before. And then here's the crazy thing. You know, unless someone has explicitly told you what they think about you, you're really just projecting So really think about, you know, what specifically is it that makes you think that any of these people are thinking these things of you? How do you know that they are? And also, if they really are, how does this actually affect you? And I mean, really affect you. You know, how does someone else's thoughts of you affect the way that you live your life and run your business? Why are you letting a thought that you don't even know is even happening is true or not stop you from living your life, from building your business? And the last two points that I'd love to make just to help you build some more confidence. The first one is to actually try new things. And I don't always mean in business, you know, do things that you've never done before. Learn how wildly capable you are. See what you can achieve when you're having fun and allowing yourself to really jump into that growth mindset. Allow yourself to suck at things and have some fun along the way. If you can translate that into other areas of your life too, maybe into your business, you'll be so thankful that you just jumped in and gave it a shot, no matter the outcome. And lastly, take action daily no matter how small so just do one thing almost daily that brings you closer to your goals that pushes you outside of your comfort zone that expands you pay attention to what you achieve celebrate the ring the wins learn from the failures and just keep on going every single day and i might bring it to an end there um I could go on about this topic forever. It's something that I'm incredibly passionate about and it's one of the things that I really love helping people overcome um, and to build their confidence and to take those big, bold leaps that they need to to grow their businesses. Um, You know, it does get easier, um, but at the same time, no matter what stage of business that you are in, new things are always coming up. You know, just when you think you've overcome one thing, something else pops up and all of a sudden you're stepping into something else that's big and new and scary and you have to do the things there to build the confidence up to take those leaps there 
as well. Um, so I just want to say thank you again so much for joining me. I really, really hope that this helped you and that you got something valuable from it. If you did like this episode, please do take a screenshot and share it across socials. Be sure to tag me so I can give it a like and a share also. And of course, if there is anything you would like me to cover in an upcoming episode, please do shoot me a DM. You can find me over on Instagram. It's just Christy Pask, K-R-I-S-T-Y-P-A-S-K, or head to my website, christypask.com, and shoot me an email from there. Once again, thank you so much. I really hope that you enjoyed this episode and I look forward to seeing you again soon. Thank you.